Every little girl grows up dreaming about her happy ever after, but most of us don't have fairy tale scriptwriters making sure we get it. That's where the Happy Ever After show comes in. If you have been waiting for a fairy godmother to wave her magic wand and release your frustrations, create the prosperity you want and live a life you love, then listen closely. It's time to learn how to make your own wishes come true with your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Happy Ever After show. I'm Cassie Parks and I'm so glad that you're joining me today. I'm super excited to talk about the topic today. I have mentioned my bookkeeper before, but today we're going to talk about money and the intention to bring in money to your business and how to set yourself up for that. And uh, I'm just going to share some stories of how that's really moved along in my business by hiring a bookkeeper. Before we get into that, I just wanted to update you on sort of the move into the four seasons since it's so big. And I've heard from so many of you, thank you so much for sharing, that are like, I'm following your story. I love it. I love seeing it. I love hearing it. So I'm going to share it, you know, the whole journey and uh, which is almost, it's almost there. Like I'm almost moving in. And so I expect in the next couple of weeks, you will hear that it is official that uh, I am moving into the four seasons and there's a date for that. But in the meantime, What's interesting is that last week I got this hit, you know, and I said, I need to check on this one unit. I'd seen it. I didn't really think it would work, but, you know, I was like, well, maybe it'll work for now, you know, and I kind of came up with a plan. I said, okay, how can I get in there now? And the answer I got was, you know, get in, see if you can get a shorter lease. And then if, you know, the place you want comes up, you can move up. And so I said, okay. So I called my, I emailed my realtor and I said, I'm into this. I want this place. Like, let's, let's move forward. Well, someone else was in the process of moving forward, and uh, the assist, the realtor, the uh, broker's assistant that we have been working with wasn't totally kept in the loop because he was handling it. And so what happened is that there were some emails. It's like there was negotiations. It's still a possibility. And then I get a text from my realtor, and he says, someone signed the lease an hour ago. And at first, I was really bummed. And because I had really got on board with moving in here. And then, you know, there was a couple other places that came up recently, and I didn't think those would be it. But I said, well, let's go look at this one. Maybe it'll work, right? And I walked in, and it was perfect. From the second I walked in, I knew it was it. I knew it was perfect. It just has so many features that I want. You know, there's a little bit of difference. It doesn't have a storage like the other one had, but it's perfect. Like, that doesn't matter. Those things start to not matter when something's perfect. And it was just a lesson, and this is a business and a life lesson. It applies everywhere that we're constantly being reminded of. Let me tell you a little bit. So once I – let me back up before I tell you the lesson – So once I walked into this place and I realized that it's perfect and I'm in the process of negotiating the lease and everything, this as we speak, literally, I (laughs) sent an email before I jumped on to record this. But as I'm in that process, I realized once I went into that perfect place that that other place, I was just trying to make it work. It wasn't the perfect fit. You know, I was sacrificing and I was settling, most importantly, and that when I was settling, I was saying, well, it has this, so that's good. And, oh, well, it has this I don't love, but this will work. I'll make this work. And I know that's the wrong thing to do. And I didn't realize I was doing it until I saw the perfect one. So that's just the lesson. It's like anytime you find yourself settling, it's probably not right. 
I mean, if I don't have one example in my life where when I chose to settle that it was right. Uh, it just figured it out later, right? Chose to settle or sacrifice something that I really wanted because I thought, oh, I can make it work. And on down the road, you realize it's not going to work. It's never going to be awesome because you settled. And nothing awesome comes from settling. And that's so true in life. And it's so true in business. And again, we get these lessons on a bigger and bigger scale. I haven't done that in a while. But that's another thing that happens as you grow is that you get reopened to these lessons. These lessons reappear at a new and higher level. Um, and because I was kind of personally shocked that I was realized like, oh, you were settling for that place. You were trying to make it work. And thank goodness, you know, that I had, you know, followed my instincts to walk into this place that's perfect because it's so much better in so many ways. And so I'm just really excited that that that's going on, but also excited to remind you of a couple of things. It's that lesson of don't settle, like don't settle in your business. If it's below the payment you want, or it's not the client you really want, or you don't really want to go speak at that event or whatever it is, don't settle, don't settle and don't sacrifice what you really want just to get it. Because here's what happens. Then you get more things to settle on. Once you open that door to settle, you get more things to settle on especially in your business. You take a client that isn't that you don't love, you're going to get more clients you don't love. And that's the thing that drives your business, especially for most of you listening, I'm guessing have the type of service type business or things like that. Working with those clients are the things that drives the energy out of your business instead of inviting the energy into your business. It's what makes your business become a chore instead of so much fun. And it's what keeps you from falling in love with it every day if you have clients that you don't love. And as you know, like being an entrepreneur and a business owner, a solopreneur, it's not easy. So it's so important, even more important, I think, for us to watch that energy and to make sure we're we're not settling and we're not sacrificing what we really want because you'll get more of what you do. So like I said, if you settle, you get more opportunities to settle. But once you stop settling and you step into what you want, that stuff comes easily and you get more of that. So saying no to a client, sometimes it's hard turning down that money, but don't settle. (laughs) Just say no and you'll realize three more clients show up. I actually had an example of that in my business recently and probably share that in a future episode. So, but I just wanted to share that update and that so important lesson about settling. And the second lesson I really want to hit home on is that you never, there never ceases to be opportunities to learn lessons. And the bigger you get, there's just a bigger lesson to learn, right? So the tune of that lesson was to thousands of dollars, whereas I might have made a settling mistake in the past that was about hundreds of dollars, right? And the good news is, is that it's easier to see the lesson and the more in alignment you are and the more you're doing with your business, like it doesn't happen. Like, you know, someone got that apartment, that condo, because it was perfect for them. And so I didn't really have the chance to fully settle. But yeah, just keep in mind that you still have lessons that keep coming up. So anyone who's resisting a lesson or wondering when you're not going to have any more lessons or you're not going to have to learn anything else, just let that go because it's the answer's never. And as long as you're resistant by like, when does this end? You're just more and more is going to come up. But when you lean into it and you sort of go with that flow and you're open to the lessons, it becomes easier to learn the lesson and move through them and move on. 
So that's sort of my story and my lesson for the beginning of our show. Uh, I'm so excited to talk about the main topic today, which is really planning to make money in your business. And we've talked a little bit about this, I know, on a show before. And I write this, this is in my book, Marketing to Serve. There is a big difference between trying to make money and planning to make money. I'm going to say it again. There's a big difference between trying to make money and planning on making money. So when you go into your business and you're just like, I'm trying all this to make money, I'm going to do this to make money, this to make money, this idea I think will make money, this I think will bring me in, I can earn passive income from this, I can do this, you're in the mode of trying. Trying doesn't get you anywhere. Trying just creates more opportunities to try, right? I'm trying to make money in my business. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this, right? It never gets a resolution because that's the energy you're in. You're a person who tries to do something instead of a person who plans on doing something or the person who does it. And so planning to make money in your business takes on all kinds of forms. And it's all about being lined up and setting yourself up for success and doing the next thing that you need to do to be more in alignment with that. So, you know, we've talked about income goal before on this show, and if that's sort of the measure, that's awesome. But you want to plan on making money. So we've talked about that. And, you know, when I first, like, I remember going to this workshop, and they were like, oh, if you want to make money, you have to go, you know, show the universe you're serious, whatever. I'm not sure what words they used. But you're like, you have to go open a bank account for that business and you have to go do all this. And and so I came home and I did it. There was a special, so I got a hundred bucks in each of those accounts. I, I opened an account for each passive income opportunity I thought I was going to do. And that was awesome, except I hadn't lined up emotionally and mentally yet. So I wasn't prepared. I wasn't planning on making money from that state. I was really hoping. Like I was doing this action hoping that that would take me into that state of knowing what to do and it was going to be so great and all of this. And what happened with that situation is that I ended up with bank accounts that were at a different bank. It was inconvenient. I ended up with all these checks I don't use. I still get credit card offers. I haven't figured out how to stop this yet in one of those company names that doesn't even exist anymore. And so actually, I think I remember the last time I did call and it got that taken care of. But, you know, it's just like this thing that keeps lingering and showing up because I didn't have a full on plan. And while I was planning to make money and I wanted to do every action that said I was planning on making money, like I didn't actually know what those were. And so I jumped the gun a little bit like they were right in a lot of ways. I think they were right, like having a bank account and setting it up and doing things. But go make money first. If there's one thing that I have learned that has really changed in a big way, the way my business is succeeding, it's that I just went and made money. Instead of trying to figure out everything else, I stepped right into the person who's making money. And here's what happens when you do that, when you go make money and you don't let sort of like, I got to get this bank account set up and I got to do this. And now I'm going to tell you, like it would have been a lot easier (laughs) going through sort of a shift and clean up my bank accounts and really get my business in order now that I am making good money. If I would have done it in the beginning, life would be a little bit easier in this moment. But to be honest, it would have taken me longer to get here because I would have been worrying about those things. And then I would have been worrying about like, well, how do I handle it if I can't pay for everything I want for my business this month because I'm not making money. So I put money in there. And 
And it just was a cycle. But when I learned, like, just go make money and that's the focus, I became a person who made money. And along the way, then you do all those things. So once you made money, then I hired a bookkeeper. If you've listened to the show, you know I love my bookkeeper, Mark Butler. I will put his info in the show notes because he's fantastic, especially if you're a coach who wants to take your business to a whole other financial level. He's amazing. So he acts as my CFO. So many good things came from hiring him. And I'm just going to shout out to my Sharon and my Jill for for pushing me, you know, just one step in that direction. I was thinking about it, but it was really them encouraging me, being like, it's probably time. And so I hired him. And what a difference it makes because now I'm stepping even bigger into a person who makes money. But honestly, when I was in the beginning, he probably wouldn't have taken me on because his sweet spot isn't somebody who doesn't make any money and has all expenses. His sweet spot is somebody who's making around 100000 and wants to make 500000 or a million dollars. That's his sweet spot. So I wasn't in there. So And hiring him and paying his fee, his monthly, the investment that I make in him, which is well worth it, would have felt like, oh, this is just another expense and would have taken me out of that zone, right? Maybe into a panic because now I have to figure out how I pay this bookkeeper. I'm not even paying myself what I pay him a month. You know, that was where I would have been in the past. But going all in and figuring out how to make money and knowing that no matter what, I can figure this stuff out later. And yeah, it takes a little bit of time. It took me some time to go through things. It's taken. It's going to take some time because I've set stuff up and now I have to go into you know different vendors and different things and change the bank account, which it comes out of because there was no easy way to split it and make it easy. So I just have to make phone calls and I just have to figure out how to get things to come out of different accounts. And that's okay because actually I would rather be solving that problem than I would be solving a problem where I'm sitting here with no money in an account and I'm just transferring money out of my personal account to cover business expenses because I'm hoping to make money and trying to make money, but I'm not actually making money. I would much rather, like I can tell you from experience right now, be in this position where I am figuring it out and I'm doing the cleanup because I'm making money. Such a different energy. So I just want to encourage you to like take on that mentality of I plan to make money. Like I am a person who makes money in my business and go figure out how to do that and then figure out all the other stuff because it comes with it. And let me tell you, when I'm making money and my CFO bookkeeper tells me this is like my fee, awesome, I'm all in. In some ways, it still felt a little like that was more than was I really wanted to spend in the moment I hired him, but it was totally worth it and 100% easy because there was money in the account. So I'd already made money, and so I could pay him, and I could look into the future and go, yeah, I'll probably be able to pay him every month from now on. In fact, I think he's going to help me make more money just by his presence. And I like that situation better, and and I like figuring it out and we and him and I can figure out together how to grow it and also clean up the past. But again, it's way easier to pay him and to make the investment. I am happy to make the investment to him. When I see the check go out of my account, it's like awesome. That's my CFO. Now I'm stepping into a bigger thing. I couldn't have created that same energy when I wasn't making money. Like I I just I'm really good at being positive. I'm really good at story spinning. I'm really good at everything. And I know me and I know I couldn't have created that awesome feeling story about 
paying him, investing in him on a monthly basis when I wasn't making money. And again, he probably wouldn't have taken me on as a client anyway, because I wasn't making money. So if I haven't driven the point home yet, it's to go out and figure out how to make money. Now, if you don't have that clarity, which I talked to someone on the phone who really, the other day, I was struggling with that clarity, and I appreciate that, then get the clarity and then go out and make money, right? Get that clarity comes first, but then plan on being someone who makes money. And even that helps with the clarity. When you plan on, I'm somebody who makes money, what am I going to do? And you can start this, like you can step into this role by just, maybe you're not making any money in your business right now. Like just start with, who would I be and what would I do if I made $1,000 next month in my business? How would that feel? What would I invest it in? What would I spend? You know, I always use the word invest. So invest means is it in a massage that you haven't had in months? Or is it in learning something new for your business? Or is it, is you going to, are you going to go make a thousand dollars and invest that in a way to make, to find more clients and to make 10 more thousand dollars? Whatever that is, like think about what you're going to be doing and make sure that the majority of your thought process is planning to make money. It's, it's like, what am I going to do when I hit this marker? What am I going to do when I hit this? Rather than, oh my God, how am I going to make money? Because those two things are very different. And one is going to lead you to keep trying to make money. And one means you're stepping into that planning phase of making money. And that phase is awesome. Plan on making money. And when you plan on making money, then it snowballs and you like plan on making more money. You plan on making more money. So there's a lot of things out there that will tell you to hire your team and they're, they're not wrong. You want a team. I love it. I love that I have a marketing person. I love that I now have a CFO to help me get everything in alignment. And let, this is the best part about having bookkeeper slash he acts as my CFO is that when I hit my goals, like one of the first things that that came across my mind when I hit my income goal and it's a higher goal than I've had in a while this month and I hit it on the 29th day. So I just want to say I really appreciate the leap year this year. But when I hit that, I could not wait. Like I can't wait for my meeting with my bookkeeper. I can't wait for my meeting with him to say like, look, here's where I am now. Like we said, we wanted to be here. We said that in order, you know, to have the business I want to be, this is what I have to be making every month. And here's what I made this month. And it's real close to that number we just set. And so I'm excited to tell him that adds that other layer of somebody to share with. And it was so like empowering. I didn't expect it, but it was like, oh yeah, I can't wait to get on the phone with him and tell him like, this is where we are this month. Cause he's going to be excited with me and be like, okay, here you are. So, and here's what we do next. And here's our next goal. And I'm excited about that. And that's planning on making money is having that person. But the first thing you got to do is you got to make money. You got to go out and just keep trying. Plan on making it. Just say, I'm going to make, you know, even if it's $1,000 this month, I'm going to make $1,000 this month and decide what you're going to do with it. What's going to be the celebration? What amounts going back into your business? What amounts going to whatever? And go out and plan on making that and just keep trying. You know, put something out there. If it doesn't go, change up your wording, your copy, your whatever it is and put it out again or do something else, but keep putting it out there until it sells because you're somebody who's planning on making money. And that's what people who plan on making money do. Companies don't put out one product and expect it not to sell and then just stop making things. If something doesn't sell the way they want, they go analyze it and they come back out with something else because they expect to make money. 
that's the business they're in is making money. So start planning and expecting to make money. And the last thing I want to say about this is one of the best things that I ever did. My mentor taught me this, and I think she actually learned it from her mentor. But get out your Excel spreadsheet and write down you know, how much money you're going to make each month and then allocate it out to whatever you're offering right now. And the offering might change. Don't get caught up in that. Trust me, don't get caught up in that. Just put it down and look at the numbers. You know, if you need five people to buy your $1,000 product to make your $5,000 that you want to make this month, go for it. If you need, you know, 10 people because you want a 10K month, like put that out there and put it in each month. Okay, this month, you know, and increase it. So if it's 10 this month, maybe it's 11 next month and 12 and then 13 and it gets one more every month. And, you know, put how many things you're going to sell, whatever it is, and how many people are going to invest in it and what your total monthly income is going to be and put that out there. And don't use that. Use that as a way to help you plan like, okay, in this month, I'm going to make this much money. Like you might miss your mark for the first five, six I missed my mark last year for the first 10 months of the month. But you know what happened in the 11th month? I was way over. I made it. And then I made it and made it and made it because I planned, because I put it out there, because it was like, okay, I'm still planning. This is what I'm going to make next month. This is what I'm going to make. And you can adjust it. You know, if it feels like too huge, you can adjust it down. But just do it. I did this with um, was a client. She just hired me early last year to look at some stuff in her business. And I did this for her because I knew how to do it. And it was somewhere around mid-year. We were on a call and I just heard her say, yeah, Cassie put this in the spreadsheet and it's starting to happen. It was about six months later, I think. I don't remember the exact date. But it's because we planned on making money. And it's because we put those hard numbers there. It's a sign that she was planning on making money and she was going to be stepping into that person. And so, and then there was numbers to it. Because that's a thing. Like just saying I want to make $10,000 in a month depends on what you're offering. Are you offering one-on-one coaching? Are you offering a group? Are you selling a product? What are you doing? Are you making money from all four of those things? Allocate that out and just put a number. I need two of each. Or I need four one-on-one clients and I need to sell you know, two $500 products and one person into group coaching or whatever it is, put the numbers to it and see what they come up to and make sure you're in alignment and you're actually planning on making money instead of hoping and trying to make money. I find that exercise so beneficial. I look at it all the time. You know, I just was in it the other day updating some numbers and because now I have, my numbers are actually probably going to be higher than I put on my spreadsheet because the way things have been working, my numbers have been higher than anticipated. So I'm adjusting that so I can continue to plan. I'm planning on them staying high, right? So I wanted to adjust so that they weren't, you know, at the lower thing that I had just put in as sort of a placeholder, sort of a, it was like a business average of, not my business, but sort of an average business. But I am, my stuff is people are investing at at a higher rate than the average business now. So I want to change those numbers to reflect that in my spreadsheet. So I did. So All these ways of planning on making money. And the best way to plan on making money is just to set that income goal, no matter what it is. It can be low if you haven't made money in a while. I like to set it big because then you have room to grow into, right? If I'm not making money and I go, I want to make $1,000, for me, that's not enough room to grow. I like to have, and I think I talked about this in the income setting episode, but I want to say, okay, I want to make $10,000 and I want to grow into that. I want to keep tapping into that and growing into that. Even if it takes me six months or 10 months, like it did last year, to get to where I'm making 
over $10,000 in a month, right? I made 17 in November. So it took me 10 months of having $10,000 a month that I didn't make. I don't think it started at 10,000. I think it started at like, it was like two and then three and then five and then seven and whatever. So we gradually worked up to the 10,000. So it wasn't quite that, but I would rather, instead of put $1,000 a month for 10 months and make that, I would rather put $10,000 a month and grow into that to where that becomes the habit and the plan. So that's just me. Do it feels good to you. But the point is to plan on that and to plan on making money. So we've talked a lot about planning on making money versus trying. And so I just wanted to share a story from my client. And I'm so excited to share the story because you're actually going to get to hear an interview with her shortly in the next couple weeks. Stay tuned about her experience working with me and what's changed. And what I love about Amanda, I just love her. I adore her. She's so great. And she came to the workshop in January. And we talked about this concept of really She was really trying to be someone who had money instead of being a person who has money and makes money. And she was an entrepreneur. Like she kept trying all this stuff and she was trying to make her blog work. She has a beauty blog and all these things that she was trying to make money and it just wasn't happening. And she was getting frustrated, but she was a person who was trying to make money instead of being the person who has money. And this goes along with planning to make money. It's when you plan to make money, then you are stepping into a person of being who has money. So Amanda came to the workshop and I said, look, don't worry. We had a conversation before, like, should I keep doing these things, these exercises? I said, no, like that's, we're letting go of that person who's just trying to make money. And this weekend, we're going to step into that being a person who has money. And so Amanda has just had an amazing opportunity um, for her own business, fall in her lap with the everything that she really wanted. And money has just been flowing so easily to her. I got that in an email the other day just saying how like money is just really flowing in and how excited that she was about that. So keep a listen out for that interview. It's coming up. But I just wanted to share that story because it really tied into that planning being money. Like by planning, you are stepping into that person who is being someone who has money. So plan on making money, which leads me to the mantra for the week, and that is, I plan on making money. I plan on making money. Say it as often as you feel good about, as often as you need. Write it down and put it on your mirror or put it in your car, put it somewhere where you'll remember, and just say it to yourself. I plan on making money. Until next week, I just want to tell you to have a fabulous week, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the Happy Ever After Show, where you don't need a genie lamp to get your wishes granted. Now that you're inspired and ready to take action, get yourself on the path to your happy ever after by scheduling a complimentary strategy session at createmyhappyeverafter.com 